Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alongside the fading fast, Greg Braggs. <laughs> and my partner in crime. I need a drink. <laughs> I've never seen anybody crash to this level. I mean, I just took a three-minute nap over there about 30 minutes ago, yeah, so I feel nice. great. Well, you know, you got to take care of yourself in this world. You, on the other hand. I just need a whiskey and a cigar. I know. That's, Water might be that'll, be, that'll be your plan, to get drunk and hammered tonight and then come back here and be worse tomorrow. All right, my guy. <laughs> Let, let's do it. This is Bears After Dark. Normally, Bragg's After Dark, but I just said that if I'm on the show tonight, I'm going to drive the show tonight because yeah. you so don't seem capable. So it's Carm After Dark, a.k.a. Sad. The original show, the best show. You've ruined the show, but you're still a great show because <laughs> that's the way it is. Uh, Nick, we, uh, we, we're still here. We're still here. We're we, still we, here. we hung out with Dan Quinn. Yeah, uh, head coach of the Washington Commanders. That was what holy intense dude. That was interesting. But we're going to get to Matt Eberflus in a second here. The flu spoke today. We didn't get to it in the earlier part of the show. Do you guys have any hot takeaways from the flu that you'd like to share with the audience? Ooh, flu. That was a couple hours ago. But I think <laughs> when you know when he was asked about the you know just upgrading the defense, like one of the first priority positions that he he mentioned was you know, the, the defensive line, you can always add more pass rushes. You can always add more guys in the secondary. So, I mean, obviously the bears need to prioritize the position opposite of Montez sweat. He can't do it all alone, even though at times he did. But uh, if you're looking to take that next step for the defense, adding a guy that can rush the passer opposite of Montez sweat is a good way to start. No, but- I think the biggest takeaway, because Eber Flus was peppered just like polls was about the quarterback and peppered Flus peppered flus okay and, you know at one point like if you're going to peel back anything that he said at one point he was like what's important for him with the quarterback situational football mm-hmm. executing yeah. in the fourth quarter and you know so has that happened in justin fields's career yet no yeah, is that all it. his fault no Don't. and i and i followed that up after he answered that question and was like well how do you think you've done in situational play calling because he's admitted That's that he's been a part of the play calls and he was just like get out of here essentially like next question well he he actually you know i i went back and listened to it again and you guys have not done that because you've been very busy and you weren't you know that part of your afternoon duties were not going back and cutting up flus and i was so he actually said some things about 
the quarterback that I thought was interesting. 100%. So he, Stephen, let's looking at quarterbacks my entire life. Like they're, they're asking about the QB and he's like, Oh, look, man, I'm a defensive guy. I've figured out quarterbacks. This is so this Matt Eberflus. I'm going to call him QB expert. When, after we play these two cuts, here's his first one. He's uh, look, I've been doing this forever. You think I don't know a good quarterback when I see one, the flus. I've been looking at quarterbacks all my life, you know, and I know what, uh, what, what a good quarterback looks like and what, what's hard on the defense, you know, and a guy that has the ability to, you know, create, um, a guy that has the ability to throw uh, with timing and accuracy and the guy that can move the ball on the field when, it, when it's critical moments, like on third down, two minute, all those critical moments. So um, I've always looked at that and uh, that's been a fun process for me. Just for me. So, I mean, that's a confident fluce, right? Dude, dude knows a good QB when he sees one. All right. Let's go a little more specific there. Matt Eberflus, the fancy fluce looking all sly these days with his new look mm-hmm. the traits that he's actually looking for he kind of tipped it right there but he he goes a little even further in depth he this is like uh open flus if you will matt Eberflus traits that he's looking for the wiring of a quarterback obviously is uh, number one is leadership you know you have to be a great leader you got to be resilient uh you got to be able to handle criticism you know and then obviously the physical traits you know that's that's a big part of it um, you know, you know the accuracy, the timing, the the platform, all the things you talk about with that, and then being a winner. You know, that's what that's what it comes down to. Um, all these teams that uh, that do things at the end of the season, they they have winners at the quarterback spot. Winner, chicken dinner, chicken dinner, absolutely. What's going on over Nothing here? Nothing. Just getting some feedback from the uh, chat saying there's a little bit of echo. We appreciate you guys. We're working with. Some oh, audio it. stuff, we'll you know, echo and, situation. Yeah, a little echo. So you, you could sing a song, and it might sound <laughs> lovely. With yeah. Well, the the whole winner thing too. Maddie Refluse highlighted that, but so did Ryan Poles when, uh, Greg, you asked your follow up about the surgeon artist kind of thing. And saying that there goes Nick. We lost Nick. There we go. Back to Nick. Uh, back to me. Um, yeah, you're good. No, we can't hear Nick. Can you hear now, me? Now we got now that was my fault. My bad, guys. Yeah, yeah no. Um, when you asked Greg the, the follow up on the surgeon or artist, Poles didn't give a preference on that. He said he wants a winner. Poles also said he wants a winner at the quarterback position. So when you look at the team, the quarterbacks that are playing at the end of the year in college, he also alluded to those those quarterbacks are again termed winners. So I thought that was another another interesting little wrinkle on top of the traits that he's looking for at the quarterback, like obviously the physical traits or the ball downfield, but also you got to be a winner at the position too. And Steven, I got one more on the quarterback influence, the separating factor. This is what I actually mm-hmm. meant. I thought that was in the last cut. My, I apologize. My apologies. First time, first mistake I've ever made in the history of podcasting, the mm-hmm. separating factor. You literally want separating factors of, yeah. of what he's, you know, this, this is what the great ones have and the other ones don't look, I look at situations, you know, I look at the guys that can operate third down two minute, um, in, in the end of the game situations that, that to me is what se- that's a separator, um, for me. Um, and then you look at toughness, you know, you got to look in toughness for a quarterback really is, is about the mental toughness to be able to stand in the pocket and deliver the ball um, and then also have the discernment to be able to move out of the pocket and create when it's necessary so um, and there's they come on all different shapes and sizes um, but uh, yeah it's always been fun to evaluate those guys it's a fluce looking for toughness it's a fluce looking for clutchness it's a fluce looking he wants a money ass dude that's how I hear it and what that means as far as Justin Fields and Caleb Williams and Drake May and whoever else, I I don't I don't think it means a whole lot because 
I don't think he's, he's certainly not saying that Justin isn't that, but you could pick it apart and obviously and say, well, Justin hasn't been great in the two minute and he hasn't been great on third. You can do all those things, but I don't, I, I didn't, I wasn't looking at he's, I mean, I don't know how you guys are hearing it, but I don't hear him taking shots at, at, no. at the, the, the current Bears quarterback. No, but just the way they talk around it, you know, that that's the thing. And, and speaking about the position, but not specific to the player. Like mm-hmm. the last week or so that we've heard from Shane Waldron or Ryan Poles earlier. And now Matt Eberflus, I mean, Ryan is probably the most candid of any of them to speak True, directly yeah. about the players. But that's the thing that I think is the biggest takeaway is, is just how they're avoiding talking about the specific on the player and just talking about the, the position itself. Well, in those critical situations too, I think for Matt Eberflus and any head coach in the NFL, they know games are won and lost on those third down, your ability to convert in the red zone two minute. And we just haven't seen that consistently enough from the Chicago bears recently. And I think just as a head coach, he just wants somebody not saying again, that Justin can't do it, but if you can get somebody who can be consistent and putting you in a better position in those certain situations, then you have a chance to win football games, regardless of what the score is, what the outcome is. You can come out on top in those critical situations. You're going to win a lot of those football games. So I think that's where he's also coming from as a head coach, where how important it is. So before we move off the quarterback, because I think we've talked about it a couple of minutes every now and then for the last, and we're going to continue. But for this show, we'll move off it in a second here. As uh, I see Mark Grody coming out here, who we're supposed to go do something with, but never mind. Okay, the point is this. <laughs> I want to ask you this question. What percentage of you right now thinks they're going to draft a quarterback number one and not and not trade the pick? What percentage of you? 99%. 99%. Okay, Nick? And 98, 99, yeah. So everybody on this show is at 98, 99, 99.6 that they're doing this. There's, there's no turning back. Everything that we heard today from – Ryan Paul's about how he wants to do right by Justin. Yep. Hard to walk that back at some point. Yep. So it, it all Matt, Matt Eberflus did an interview with Sirius XM where he said, you know, when we uh, when we know what we're gonna do, then we'll tell him when. When when not if when. Well, yeah. but that could be either way, but okay. True. It, but it's it certainly does to, it it's amazing how a day spins here, but by the, at, at noon today I I wasn't I was like, I don't know. I was, I was, I thought I, I would have, if I was to bet, of course, I would have bet Caleb then. And I would have bet Caleb a week ago and I would have bet Caleb a month ago. Well, but it then, does feel a little bit different by the end of the today. And, end of today. and we saw Josh Rock from NBC Sports Chicago put out an article here uh, recently that they're, they're reporting that the Atlanta Falcons are emerging as a front runner as a trade candidate. And I know some Bears fans are talking about because the Atlanta Falcons pick at eight. Could there be a swap from nine to eight? with a, an additional second round pick attached to that, you know, it, you know, that, that it, the smoke is starting to pillow. Pillowing smoke. Pillowing pillow. Smoke. Is that a real statement? I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I thought I came up with a great statement. Is pillowing smoke I, real? I think that's a thing. Yeah. Smoke pillows. Smoke pillows. Like, yeah. Fluff, yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay I get that. PTBD. <laughs> I thought, I thought I was on fire with that one. Hey, uh, all right. Just a couple from the, from the flus and we'll move off flus here. And uh, well, do you want to? Uh, is it still quarterback centric, or you want to take a little quick, quick uh, shout out to our to our friends over at Circa? Oh, we can always take love a shout out. Yeah. We love, love you. We love you, Circa. We you know this. We you, love Circa. you. Fly us back out. Let's swim in your pool. 
Circus Sports book tight money line splits, low hold model. Games will strive to be a minus one ten split on the Circus Sports menu, unlike other sports books, which may use a minus one fifteen or a minus one twenty split. Suckers. Circus mm-hmm. Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets, especially compared to the other books. They're very transparent. Circus Sports does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. Uh, I encourage every better to download and explore all sporting bet- betting apps available and go see for yourself. Compare the lines from each sports book, and you'll see that Circus Sportsbook is second to none. Uh, their customer service is also second to none. Uh, they're real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use those chat bots that everybody hates. Mm-hmm. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Uh, so make sure you head out there. Download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you may know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or text G A M B to eight three three two three four, or visit Are You Really Winning dot com. Are You Really Winning dot com? And uh, I love Circa so much that I came up with my own song for Circa. Would you mm-hmm. like to sing it with me? I thought is I just, it, I thought I just did. No, sing this is a new one. It's, oh, it's, it's we new love one. you, Circa. Oh, yes, we do. We don't love anyone as much as you. When we gamble, we do it with you. Circa, so we love you. Okay, that's my song. Wow. Very nice. Wow. Very creative there. I, I was really, I'm on the cutting edge. All right, let's talk of, there's some, the the, the open flus. Couple on the defense here that I thought was interesting. And, and also the wide receiver. And mm-hmm. also, let's go with actually his conversation with Pete Carroll about how he got comfortable with Shane Waldron. We're, we're picking up a little bit of echo on those sound bites. Can you just like summarize it instead? Oh, really? Yeah. It's, a, it's an the echo. Chat has, it's the an chat echo. has alarmed me that it's echoing during it. I know it doesn't sound like that in our ears, but well, we, we should just some make echo. them hear it. I mean, make them hear the <laughs> echo. Echo, like, screw them. Echo sound bites on my outstanding work. That's a weird situation mm-hmm. right there. All right. Well, mm-hmm. listen, he, the bottom line is he had a lengthy conversation with Pete Carroll about Shane Waldron, where he got very comfortable about, about hiring Shane Waldron. So Pete really went to bat for him. Could that be Pete? Now, if, if you worked with someone and you didn't like them and they and 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 someone called you up and asked you, would you hire this guy? Would you torch them? I would. Wouldn't you? If you worked with someone who was a huge pain in the ass, <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing at, who, who uh, you know, maybe made fun of you in ways that you didn't appreciate and you and you never thought that guy had any real talent and somebody called you up and said would you hire this guy what would you know you'd kill him right yes you know mark i would back you up to anybody (laughs) (laughs) well i i i think i got your back there is something to be said that pete went to bat for the level that he did with shane and and the flus appreciated so that was one um, he also, when he was asked about the wide receiver talent, I feel like I'm a Nicholas Moriano right now doing a bears report, but when he asked about the wide receiver talent you know, on the team, he's like, we need depth. We need play. He didn't say playmakers, but he said we, we dynamic need- pieces there yeah. free agency or through the draft. So it, it, it makes it hard to defend. He was also saying when you have guys like that with an ex like DJ Moore, he, so he in essence said, we have nothing other than DJ. 
That's what he said. I, I mean, when you look at the Bears wide receiver room right now, Mark, is he wrong? No, he's, no not. he's not. So so that's what I'm saying. It's like the honest flus today. Hey, we need depth. We need players. We need something. Knock, knock, knock. Ryan Poles. I mean, I know they're 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 in love, and I'm sure this is not a contentious thing by Flus, but you know he's he's calling out what it is. I, I it was to me it was a nice, solid, honest Flus moment. Um, and he did say that the defense is close. Yes, you might want to elaborate on that one, Nick. Feel free. Uh, you know he he's and he's also extreme. And the other one was that he he really gave Jalen a whole lot of love, which. Furthermore, it goes into my point that I think Jalen's going to be signed by the time we walk out of here on Friday. Yeah, so what he was saying about the defense, it was interesting, too, because he didn't give too much credit to them. He, he said that he, want, he wanted to commend those guys for sticking through it in the beginning, but he said you can always have more rusher, can always have more corners, you know, he loved that. But he's called it we're close to being a pretty solid group. I think that's a – so even though Flus was being a little honest there, I'm like, I, he didn't – I guess praise up the defense at to the level that I thought he was going to because they did ball out towards the back half of the season, but a solid group. He's keeping it, you know, he's not he's not giving them all the the praise right now. He wants to see them continue to have players and continue to do what they did at the back half of the twenty twenty three. Well, and, and well, Greg and I were talking to some notables yesterday, and it's like, uh, you know, look, they got one pass rusher, so. They need more. There's still more to the defense, and I think the Flus is, is underlining that too. I, you know, but this is the one. This is one of the questions, and I didn't get a great answer from you, Flus. Not that I'm taking it personal, but I asked him like, <laughs> "Is I am taking it personal?" Because I Clearly. thought it was a good question. <laughs> was how hard is it to how hard was it to evaluate your defense before Montez Sweat got here? Because to me, I don't think it was a fair evaluation. Because you look at a guy like Jalen Johnson, let's just talk about him specifically. And he look out last year, he was very critical about, hey, I need him to turn the football over. Well, you need a pass rusher to give you multiple opportunities to get turnovers. And then, oh, voila, you get Montez Sweat in here. And all of a sudden, the Chicago Bears have 22 interceptions tied for the most interceptions in the league with the San Francisco 49ers. That's only with one pass rusher on your defense. Underrated great question by you. Great job by you. Didn't see it that way then. Seeing it that way now. Really like the question. He didn't give you a good answer. I'm mad at you too, at Matt Eberflus. I think he knows that I fired him like five or six times. Like, I, don't, personal. I don't really I'm, think he's paying attention to our show. I, I that know. doesn't seem to me like Paying attention to his, uh, you, his look you, now. you should feel guilty about that, though, because I'm a little worried about it. A little worried about what? That he's mad at me. <laughs> he's, not, he's not mad at you. He's not mad. At <laughs> Do you think he's not going to answer your question? Next I'm year? worried. I promise you. He what if we doesn't see him out He doesn't week. care about you at all. I promise you. <laughs> That's what Nick said. I don't know. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. Look, uh, Jason Leisure asked him a lot of tough questions and basically was. I wouldn't say, you know, after your question, Greg, he's like, and Jason, so, I mean, even that's why he was mad because he was like, oh, Jason was next. You cut Jason off. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Well, hey, hey, listen, uh, I think you have you and Flus have a great. We got to We got to work something out. You got a good future. Mm -hmm. Polls will smooth it out for you. That's your buddy. He'll smooth out the Flus part for you You guys. Well, you'll dance down Flus lane. I have no doubt in my mind. All right. Uh, This is a this is like a little after dinner dessert uh, bears after dark tonight. So before we get out here, anything that, that's left in the in the chamber here that you want to fire away at that we have not covered today? And uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed our dynamic let, first show today let, and, let me and this you, bonus oh, go action. Ahead. Go ahead, Nick. You got uh, actually, one last thing that we that Flus did mention, there was a restructuring 
of the offense with hiring or having now a run game coordinator and a pass game coordinator with uh and both those guys obviously being under Shane Waldron. And what was the why did they got, kind of go about restructuring the room that way? Um, but he what Maddie Rufus was saying it was important that everybody was working as a one cohesive unit. So he met with you know uh Chris Morgan and you meet with you know those guys in position so that whatever the identity of the offense is going to be in the 2024 season, they're all in line with each other. And I think that's important when you're having what th- this much turnover with the coaching staff, but also in potentially a new quarterback. So I think that's really important that everybody's cohesive. They know what the direction is. They know what the identity is going to be because obviously the Bears got probably halfway through the season offensively where they felt like the identity was what they wanted it to be. So if you can get started on that in the beginning of the season, puts you in a better position to be successful on offense early on. And to that point, then the other question that I gave him was, you know, have you built out your playbook yet? And at what point is the playbook complete to to where you can give it to your players mm-hmm. that are currently on the roster? And he and he said they're still working through Process. that. So like, yeah. you know, they still got to figure out what they're doing at quarterback. They still got a playbook to fill out. <laughs> and all these offensive, their whole offensive staff is here right now evaluating players. So they they're really behind the eight ball when it comes to the rest of the league to you know, get this whole thing under control. And that's just another point to how hard it would be for Justin Fields to come in in a make it or break it year where you're already a few months behind. You don't have a playbook. You're trying to evaluate who you're going to bring on the roster. It, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how long, you know, those things develop. Shout out as we get on out here to my guy, Josh McCown landing in Minneapolis with the Vikings. Uh, very interesting as their new quarterbacks coach, Josh McCown, making his way around the leagues and, uh, you know, Field Yates putting out on Twitter that, uh, you know, he has the same agent as Kirk Cousins. Does that mean that Kirk's coming back to Minnesota? Certainly doesn't hurt his chances of going back to Minnesota. I always thought that he was going back to Minnesota because Kirk Cousins seems very comfortable in Minnesota. And he's played well for the Vikings. Say what you want about Kirk Cousins. But Josh McCown back in the division. Um, I'm a longtime McCowney. I've always I've was I've been hoping that somehow some way he would land here, which by the way we did like great guy. Seem, I mean, well respected, great hair, great hair, underrated athlete. Nick, who do we got for the position players tomorrow? Uh, who, uh, we start with the defensive lineman. So Jared Verse from Florida State's a guy that I really want to talk to. You have the linebackers after that. So defensive heavy. So if there are any guys that you want us to potentially talk to. Let us know, but we're looking to fortify the trenches here. You got Newton, the D tackle yep, from Newton. Illinois. Yep, and I know yep. Corey Wooten has been big on for months. So I know that you're going to go home tonight and you're going to do extensive research on all the D line prospects. So you'll have some great questions tomorrow. Now I'll just every, every player I'll ask him about, would you draft Caleb Williams? Or <laughs> that's, my, that's my role. You, 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 hey, Jared verse. What do you think the bears should do with the number one pick? What, what is your question to Jared verse? You know, you have to work on that one. I got to work on it. Yeah. You see what I do is I'm a listener. And so I, I hear yeah, what they're no, saying you, you, and then I play off you, of that. Cause I'm just such a quality listener. Right. You don't come in with an agenda. That's never you. You have no thought, no agenda, no, 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 no thoughts. You're not a strategist, not a strategist. All right. Uh, well, Steven, thank you for being here for bears after dark okay. diehards. Yes. Before we go, what 
I was no. going to say, before we go, I want to remind everyone, we're trying to get to 40,000 or 50,000 subscribers by Monday. It's our two-year anniversary at CHGO. We started the day just under 1,000. We've picked up over 100 subscribers today. Let's go. So we're tracking. We could get there. It's going to be close. We need your support to get there. Also, hit the like button and go to CHGO underscore bears on Twitter. We're trying to hit 40,000 followers on there. Help us reach all of our goals. And thank you guys for sticking it out for an extra six hours today to make this happen everybody who's here for after dark is a true true genius genius human being and if you haven't hit the subscribe button uh, please please do and if you want to be a superstar superstar pass it along to one of your friends hey help these guys out if you like bears content you like bears content if you like the entertainment if you like friendship if you like hot fudge sundays if you like hot dogs if you like Like peanuts puppies if you like people that look like they need a nap at six in, at night Damn, you want to be that. here right here i love okay. you i love you Carl. yeah i love you back greg i hope you have good luck tonight out there i'm sure you'll find, find your second win Grody, a, you ready to rock you ready to rock Grody's ready to go. Grody's ready. Grody's ready to go it's time to go hey thank you so much we'll be here tomorrow at noon see you then have a great rest of your night. Bear down. We all silly like the mayor.